Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Tuesday, February 13th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The Me Too movement has moved into Annapolis again with the Key to movement. An online petition started on February 8th has gained more than 165 signatures asking the elite Key School to investigate a culture of inappropriate relationships between faculty and students dating back to the 1970s, which lasted for more than a decade. A Key School former student, Carolyn Surick, was compelled to make the petition and also a post on her Facebook page after seeing the gymnasts testify against the abuse of Dr. Larry Nasser up in Michigan. And reading through the comments, it appears that the allegations span more than a decade and involve upper and lower school teachers as well as camp counselors. The behavior is alleged to have included sexual misconduct as well as drugs and alcohol, and several commenters have indicated that some of the former students have maintained lists of faculty involved along with lists of the victims. A hashtag, hashtag key two, has been used to identify social media posting relating to the allegations. Key School has responded by sending a letter out from the head of school, Matthew Nespol, and chairman of the board of trustees, Joe Janney, promising to investigate. We are one step closer to having a market house. Last night, the Annapolis City Council did vote to move ahead with the lease assignment for New Market LLC, which will operate the New Market House. Alderman Fred Payone was opposed to the lease, and he voted against it. Alderwoman Rhonda Pindell-Charles was against the lease, and she ended up voting with it, but reluctantly and with great trepidation. Alderwoman Sheila Finlayson abstained. At the heart of the discussion was, again, the rent being charged to the market house, as well as the rent abatement. The rent is $18 a square foot, with an abatement for the remainder of this year at 100% and at 50% for the first half of next year. Local business owners testified that the going rent downtown is $20 to $65 a square foot, and noted that the previous market house tenants were paying in the high $20 per square foot. Regardless, the city plodded ahead, and local business owner Sven Storm of Storm Brothers Ice Cream said he's going to be pursuing legal action against the city for what he sees as an unfair subsidy of one business over another. He and other downtown businesses intend to file appeals to their property tax rates as the city has established a lower rate with that lease. Also now open, up in Hanover, Greenpoint Wellness, the county's first medical marijuana dispensary, has opened its doors. Yesterday, the lobby was filled to capacity with dignitaries and staffers as the medical marijuana dispensary prepared to open its doors to witness the ribbon-cutting by Tony and Laura Toskoff, who own the facility. Toskoff did express his displeasure at how difficult the process was to get open here in Anne Arundel County, with the county council passing a bill that any medical marijuana facility needed to be a 1,000 feet away from any residence or school building. The Toskoffs are looking for a specific kind of customer, 
and they are looking for those recovering from opioid addiction. They said they hope it can become a center to prescribe medical cannabis to those looking to ease themselves off of pain medication. Another new business opening in Crofton. Chesapeake Real Ale Brewery opened last weekend at 2408 Crofton Boulevard with a focus on small batch brewing and a constantly rotating beer list. Once the brewery is operating at full bore, it will offer eight cask ales as well as 16 beers on tap, all of them brewed in batches of no more than two barrels at a time. That is Anne Arundel County's very first craft brewing. In more streamlining of your government, yesterday Larry Hogan's administration announced that there is a Maryland one-stop statewide licensing portal. So if you're looking to get a fishing license, a hunting license, um, any kind of a license now, there is a single portal where you can go to handle that. And that's being done by the Maryland Department of Information Technology. The portal is known as Maryland One Stop, and you can find it at onestop.md.gov. Hey, that's about it for the news. And you do know that you can go to ionanapolis.net, get more details on these stories, and much, much more. Stick tight. I've got a rant coming up a little bit later about the Maryland court system and the MBA. And George Young is on deck with your local weather forecast. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. More than likely, the primary reason you save and invest is to achieve your life goals while ensuring your long-term financial well-being. But before you can determine your preparedness towards your goals, you need long-term answers to important questions about how much money you need, where it will come from, and how long it will last. RBC Wealth Plan, a new industry-leading tool, is now available to help answer these questions and develop your personal plan using a conversational approach. With RBC Wealth Plan, we can create a personal analysis based on these unique goals while offering you the ability to weigh certain decisions and determine what's best for you and your family. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George from DMV Weather with your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, February 13th. More cold temps in the Annapolis area today with highs near 40, which is about 5 degrees below average for this date on the calendar. Winds will then shift to a more southerly direction by Wednesday, and the result will be all of Anne Arundel County. We'll see temps back up to the 50 to 55 degree mark, and then we'll see temps really jump up on Thursday as highs get into the mid to upper 60s as more rain falls across the area, further helping eliminate moderate drought conditions. And while not as warm Friday, it'll still be above average with temps in the 50s as more rain showers are likely, especially in the a.m. hours. Okay, that's it for us today. Be sure to download our free weather app by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, and also follow us at dmvweather.com or on Twitter or Facebook. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast. Make it a great week out there, and remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Do you have an Amazon Echo? You know, the Hey Alexa gadget in your house. Well, she just became more efficient and more helpful with the addition of the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. You can enable the skill in the app by searching for Ion Annapolis or Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief and then simply say, Alexa, play Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. 
Whenever you want to hear the latest local news, local sports, local events, and local weather, she's right there for you. You can even add it to your flash brief and get your world, national, regional, and now local news read to you while you're in the shower. But if that's how you use Alexa, well, let's just keep that between us. Give it a shot and check it out. They say opinions are like, here we are with a dose of opinion for you. Back on January 3rd, I got a speeding ticket over in Queen Anne's County. I was speeding, and hey, that's not in dispute, but I wanted to go before a judge to explain and possibly see if the fine, or let's be real, more importantly, the points, could be reduced or eliminated. On January 4th, I mailed in the request for a waiver hearing and waited for notice of my day in court. I thought it was odd that I was sending the request into the district court in Annapolis and not in Queen Anne's, but then I figured, eh, it might be a central point. On February 11th, I hadn't received a court date and decided to go online and check to see if it had been scheduled. Nope. But what I did notice was that two days earlier, my license had been suspended for, quote, failure to comply, unquote. What? I sent it in immediately, the day after I got my ticket. Where is the waiver request? The post office? The Annapolis courthouse? The Queen Anne's County courthouse? Under the car seat of the mailroom clerk? Who knows? It just didn't get to the person that's in charge of suspending licenses. But I was never notified of the suspensions of my license. The MBA never called me, emailed me, sent me a letter, nothing. What would have happened if I had not been proactive about that? I called the courthouse yesterday, and the woman that answered the phone seemed to indicate that this was pretty much routine. Perhaps it might have even been standard operating procedure. I don't know. She said that I could go to any courthouse and pay the fine in full as a, quote, penalty deposit, and the suspension would be lifted and a court date would be assigned. What a crock. If the state allows you to request a waiver without paying the fine, they should honor that. If they're going to suspend a license administratively, they need to notify the license holder or at least try. I got nothing. No letter, no phone call, no email, nothing. Had I not checked and been pulled over, here's what I'd be looking at. A minimum of a $500 fine, up to two months in jail, and three points on my license. All because the state of Maryland failed to let me know. I'm sure my waiver request passed through a dozen hands or so and had plenty of opportunity to be lost. Governor Hogan talks about moving Maryland forward. Well, here's an idea. Allow people to respond to traffic tickets by email. You have three options. Payment, no payment in a waiver, or no payment and request a full-blown trial. Three unique email addresses, and each has an auto-reply that will tell you the exact next steps and list the critical dates that you're going to need to know. It'll serve as a receipt and give the driver detailed instructions on what to inspect. I could have avoided this with an email response that says, Hey, we've received your waiver. A court date will be scheduled and you'll receive notice in the mail. If you don't get one within 30 days, please call this number. The solution is so simple yet so elusive. If I didn't know better, I'd think this is just another cash cow for the state. Suspend a license, pull them over, and boom, 500 bucks. If the driver finds out about it and does... If the driver finds out about it and does the right thing, boom, an interest-free loan for the fine. Wait, I do know better, and this probably is a cash cow for the state. Well, because I'm not willing to risk it, I guess I'll call my Uber, head down to the courthouse, and pay the ransom. And that's what I'm thinking today. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. 
Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.